Man, what just happened? Hour and 20 minutes ago, the MLB trade deadline passed, and heading up to it, it seemed like a pretty uneventful trade deadline. We had a couple of big trades, but nothing nothing too major. And then, like, 10 minutes after, like, 20 trades went down. That's insane. And we are here at BR Heroics to break down the deadline for you, announce pretty much every trade that we can that I know of here, and just make sure that y'all are informed of what went down. I'm your host, Nick Bushart, and let's dive right in with starting last night, we had some trades go down to really kick off the trade deadline. First of all, the Braves got some bullpen help as they traded with the Rangers for Chris Martin, who was a 6'8 relief pitcher. They traded away uh, one of their top 10 prospects and Colby Allard, or sorry, Allard, my bad, Kobe Allard, he's a, he's a good pitcher, uh, but he never could really break into the major league. So the Rangers now get a good prospect. The Braves get bullpen help. Then one of the biggest trades of the deadline went down as a three-team trade occurred as the Indians traded right-handed starting pitcher star Trevor Bauer to the Reds. The Reds then sent outfielder Yaziel Puig and Scott Moss to the Indians, and they sent prized outfield prospect Taylor Trammell to the Padres. The Padres sent outfielder Friend Mill Reyes, left-hander Logan Allen, and infielder Victor Nova to the Indians, uh, Reyes being the biggest name out of that list. He's hit 20-something home runs this season already. He's a big outfielder. So the Reds, they pick up their prized starting pitcher, that they can use Bauer. He's got, I think, one year left on his contract. The Indians get a haul for Bauer. I mean, they pick up Yaziel Puig, who could start, obviously, immediately for them. They also pick up Reyes, who is a stud and can immediately also help them. So, great trade for the Indians, especially when you compare it to the Marcus Stroman deal where the the sorry Blue Jays traded Stroman to the Mets for Anthony Kay and Simeon Woods Richardson to minor league prospects. Everyone's saying the Indians got a haul for that deal. So that kind of propelled us into today, which was the official deadline. And it started off pretty slow. The Rays started the day trading first baseman Jesus Aguilar to the Brewers in exchange for right-hander Jacob Faria. Feria. The White Sox traded right-hander Nate Jones to the Rangers for right-hander Joseph Jarneski and Ray Castro. The Blue Jays traded right-hander Daniel Hudson to the Nationals in exchange for minor league pitcher Kyle Johnston. It's a good pickup for the Nationals as they went most of their deadline with guys who could potentially have high upside uh, pitching prospects for them. So, they also received Ronas Ilias from the Mariners, a big, uh, a good lefty pitcher, in exchange for right-hander Elvis Alvarado and left-hander Taylor, Taylor Gilbo. So the Astros, who we'll talk about them in a little bit, we'll talk about who I think won the deadline. The Astros picked up Martin Maldonado, who got traded to the Cubs a, a, you know, a couple of weeks ago. In exchange for utility player Tony Kemp, 
It's a big pickup for the Astros as they get a backup catcher to bolster their bench. The Cubs get a utility player. They can play in multiple positions, which helps them out. So then the Brewers traded infielder Mauricio Dubon to the Giants for starting pitcher Drew Pomeranz and right-hander Ray Black. This is a great pickup for the Brewers. Pomeranz is having a, a pretty good season. And they get Ray Black, uh, a good pitcher also. I think Pomeranz could end up being there for a couple of years with the Brewers helping them out eventually. Then you got the Reds. So the Reds got uh, Trevor Bauer. And so now they feel comfortable trading away a pitcher. And they trade away Tanner Roark to the the Athletics, which is a huge deal for the Athletics. They add another uh, starting pitcher in their rotation. They've strengthened up that rotation a little bit, which we all thought uh, we had a, a preview show a couple weeks ago. We had Denor Bloom on. And we talked about how the A's might go after a starting pitcher. We thought it might be Stroman or Minor. But they end up with Roark, which is a pretty good guy to add to that rotation. He'll be probably the third or fourth pitcher in that rotation. But if you have him at the back end of your rotation, that's really good, a really good pitching core. So then the Mariners traded right-hander Hunter Strickland to Washington in exchange for left-hander Aaron Fletcher. The Marlins traded shortstop prospect Jazz Chisholm. Oh, sorry, traded for prospect Jazz Chisholm from the Diamondbacks in exchange for right-hander Zach Gallen, which... That gave them a good starting pitcher prospect. The D-backs picked up. The Dodgers acquired Jed Gierko from the Cardinals. That's yet to be known what return. Dodgers then sent Rocky Gale, a catcher, to the Rays for cash. Then the Braves picked up who most think will be their closer now. Their bullpen has been ridiculous the past couple weeks. It's so bad. So they tra- they uh, they traded for... Sean Green or Shane Green, uh, and they gave up one of their top seven prospects, pitcher Joey Wentz. It was reported that they uh, they were going to trade a lesser prospect uh, originally for Green, but as more teams got involved, the asking price went up, and the Braves gave up Wentz to get Green. The Braves then traded for veteran catcher John Ryan Murphy from the Rockies for some cash. This helps them with, in case their two main catchers, Tyler Flowers or Brian McCann, go down with injury. This gives them a nice backup. So then the Braves, they didn't end there. They traded with the Giants for Mark Melancon, who is a great relief pitcher. He's been one of the most consistent ones. So with three different relief pitchers coming in, they've done well with with bolstering that bullpen. So that's kind of where the the trade deadline Ended 3 p.m. hit around this time. The Braves one was announced around that. So the deal ended a lot. Of, I, I thought it was pretty much over. I was like, this has been kind of uneventful. I mean, as a Braves fan, I, I was happy with what they got in return. But then shots just started to fire. I mean, the Rays trade reliever Ryan Stanek and prospect Jesus Sanchez to the Marlins for starting pitcher Trevor Richards and reliever Nick Anderson. Big deal. Tigers trade Nick Castanello to the Cubs, which give credit to Denor Bloom. We talked about this a couple weeks ago on the previous show. We thought Nick would end up with the Cubs, and he ends up with the Cubs. The D-backs traded starting pitcher Zach Greinke to the Astros for Corbin Martin, J.B. Bukaskis, Seth Beer, and Josh Rios. Three of those guys being 
top five prospects for the Astros, Beer being the third, Bukaskis being the fourth, and Martin being the fifth for Grinky. And the Astros become, in my mind, the favorite to win it all with that move. They have three studs. Studs as their top three pitching rotation. You're not it's gonna be hard to win games. So hard to win games there against them. So huge trade. Then the Reds traded infielder Scooter Gannett to the Giants. Again, I called this one a couple weeks ago in our preview. I said I thought Scooter would get moved. I didn't really know where, but the Giants pick him up. The Rays traded reliever. Adam Cleric to the Dodgers and minor leaguer pitcher Joe McCarthy to the Giants. And the Giants traded another reliever, Sam Dyson, to the Twins. Who Dyson's a good pitcher. It's a good pickup for the Twins, especially as they try to make the in this playoff push for him. The Cubs then traded reliever Carl Edwards Jr. to the Padres. Edwards Jr. is a is a pretty good pitcher. So those are all the trades that I, I know of so far. Uh, I'm going to check real quick on Twitter just to make sure I'm not missing anything. But here here are my, my quick thoughts about this trade deadline. First of all, the teams that I thought would make some moves didn't really do much at all. So you have the Yankees, who I feel like were just twiddling their thumbs. There were some... Rumors about them making a move for some for a release pitcher, so they did make a move to acquire a minor league pitcher, but they didn't really do much at all. They they kind of just sat around and watched, which kind of it it blows my mind honestly. The Red Sox didn't really do anything, and so th- that's crazy. The NL East made a lot of moves. They uh. The, the Mets obviously made the big move for Stroman. The Marlins made some smaller moves. The Braves made bullpen moves. So did the Phillies and the Nationals. Both bolstered their pitching cores. But I feel like the winner of this, in my mind, is hands down the Astros. Yes, they gave up a couple of their big prospects. But they got Zach Grinke. And they got Martin Maldonado. You got two guys that will immediately help your team. And they, I feel like they become a, a really good favorite there in the AL. They've made themselves known. They have a team that is stacked. And I just, you know, I, I think that they have a really good shot of moving forward. Some other teams I think won today. The two best teams in the NL in my mind, the Dodgers and the Braves, both both bolstered their re- relief pitching core. They both added guys in the back end that can come into games and, and make a difference. For the Braves, they had a closer, which they have very much, very much needed. I mean, as I said earlier, they have been god-awful lately. God-awful. And to only give up you know, guys like Dan Winkler and Tristan Beck and Wentz and uh, Allard, like, those are guys that you can be okay with parting with. You know, you can be okay with giving those guys up if you find people that can immediately help you. And I think that those guys they got, 
immediately helped him. I mean, Shane Green comes in and closes immediately. Like, that's your closer. You add um, Melancon and Martin. I mean, those guys are guys that can come in and help you immediately. Like, so you've already got Swarzak early in the season from the Mariners, and now you add three other guys, and your bullpen looks so much different than it did, you know, even beginning of the season. They also, I mean, last year straight to the line, they ended up getting uh, Duvall, Adam Duvall from the Reds, and that guy has been lights out the past week for the Braves. Lights out. I think he's had like five home runs in the first six games he's played. And for the Braves, with Marcakis down, that's huge. That is that's big. I am surprised they didn't move Enciarte. Uh, that 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 move, the fact that they they didn't move him is kind of surprising. They probably tried to, probably didn't get any traction with it. But outside of that, there's some teams that you know clearly have gone the sell route. The the Diamondbacks got some prospects, uh, including you know the ones they got from the the Grinky trade, of course. But they also got some other prospects throughout the day that are going to help them moving forward. The uh, Marlins got some good prospects today. The Mariners are back into rebuilding position also. Uh, The Dodgers, they didn't just add bullpen. They also added uh, Yurko, who will give them some bench play uh, up the middle. So you got some good moves today. You got some disappointing moves, as I said. Yankees, Red Sox are disappointing. The Cubs made some minor moves. The uh, you would think teams like I don't know that that AL the AL just surprised me. You know I thought there was going to be some bigger sellers. I thought the A's would make a couple more moves than they did, but it ends up the way it does. And here's the thing: is that the MLB trade deadline for the first time in I think since I've been covering MLB. It seemed a little exciting. You you had some fun. It won't compare ever to the NBA. Nothing will beat the NBA trade trade deadline. It just won't. Even the NFL trade trade deadline will never compete with the NBA trade deadline. So, MLB though, I think took a great step forward. I think they made it more interesting than the NFL one. I think you found people that have become the quote unquote woges of MLB. You got some Woj bombs going down the MLB. And I just want to give a huge shout out to a couple of people on uh, on the coverage today that they had. Let me pull these guys up real quick so I can I can shout them out. But yeah, it was it was such a fun a fun day in the MLB. And this is this is the first of many to come in my mind. I think as as we continue to push forward in sports, as we continue to see a lot of moves being made in the the era of not being able to stick with a team as long, you see a lot of moves. I, I think these kind of social media outlets will help push that into a, a new era. And shout out to Jeff Passan. He is the MLB insider for ESPN. That dude went off day. He dropped bombs left and right, and he made it. He made that a lot of fun. And honestly, like if this can continue, the MLB will spike 
and viewership when it comes to, you know, just moves. Like, this helps you not only in the regular season getting getting viewerships. I mean, it's a, it's a long season. Like, you play a lot of games. And the fact that you can have this kind of excitement go down within a one-day span really helps in my mind. So also, shout-out to Ken Rosenthal of Fox and The Athletic for doing a great job with getting out the trades. Also, that uh, those two guys really had big days. And as I said, if, if this can continue, the MLB will continue to make steps towards the giants of the American Sports Network. Yes, the MLB is you know the longest. It's... it's uh, one of the most respected ones, but it does not have the coverage that the NBA or the NFL have. And one way to increase that, you know, is to continue pushing forward with days like today. Like if free agency got like this too, where it was huge, you know, a lot of fun, excitement going around. As I said, they can move forward. But thanks for joining me for this special report for BR Heroics as we went through the immediate reactions of the trade deadline with MLB look forward to us at the end of this week as we bring our second episode. So we're going to we're going to start doing an episode twice a week. The second one we're going to cover mostly NFL the whole time. We now have a co-host for our second episode and if you want to go follow him on social media please do guys his name is Joe, and you can follow him at, let me make sure I get his, his thing right. It's Joseph, J-O-S-E-P-H-P-E-I-S-C-H-L, Pi School. He'll be joining me twice every second episode of the week, and we're going to break down every division in the NFL. We're going to go through who we think our playoff scenario looks like. We're going to go through who we think is going to win Rookie of the Year, MVP, Coach of the Year, all those awards in about a six to eight week span. Then also on Mondays, we're going to have Matthew Zader on every Monday for the next couple of episodes as we cover the NHL divisional breakdown, as we look towards the NHL and NFL seasons. So that's going to be awesome. We're going to have special guests on next Monday, the two guys that do the Overtime Rooks NBA podcast with me, Philip and Tyler will both be on to talk about some soccer and some basketball. And we're going to go from there, guys. So catch us soon. Deuces. Deuces.